0: There it is. There it is. I know that uh, the testimonies and different things that we've had here this evening have danced all around my message. And uh, but if you would, if you're willing and able, and you've got your Bibles, I'd like for you to stand with me and turn to the Book of John, chapter nine. I'm going to be jumping around all over this, uh, all over this book. But we're going to begin reading in verse 17 john 9 and 17 when you've got it say amen Amen. our scripture says they say unto the mind man again what sayest thou of him that he hath opened thine eyes he said he is a prophet But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that received his sight. They asked him saying, is this your son who ye say was born blind? How then doth he now see? His parents answered them and said, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but by what means he now seeth we know not. Or who hath opened his eyes, we know not. He is of age, ask him, he shall speak for himself. These words spake the parents because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess he was the Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Therefore said his parents, he is of age, ask him. Then again called they the man that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise, we know this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know is that where I was blind, now I see. Let us bow our heads and pray once again. Dear most precious Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this another day of life, Lord. I thank you for just allowing me to be able to stand. Father, on my own two feet, but I can't do it alone, Lord. It's got to be by your hand, Father. I ask that you hide me behind the cross, Lord. And if there be anybody here, Father, that don't know you, Lord, or if there be anybody here, Lord, that needs this message directly, Lord, that it be a feeding for them, Father. And I'll give you all the praise and the honor and the glory for it. In Jesus' name I pray, and amen. amen. And you can be seated. I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to jump back to the beginning of... Uh, of uh, chapter nine, where we have a young man. I say I know that it says that he was a man, but I, I'm saying he's a young man because uh, the Pharisees had had called for his parents to come, but this young man was blind from birth, and the disciples questioned him. Question Jesus, by what reason the man was blind? I love what Jesus said. He said, neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And I just love how he how he uses that in that portion of scripture. But the first time that the man speaks for himself, I like to say the nosy neighbors had come to, uh, had come to find out what was going on. And it, says, and it says, the neighbors, therefore, that they which had seen that he was blind and said, is not he this he that sat and begged? Some said, this is he. And others said, this, he is like him. But he said, I am he. He, that's the first time he got to speak for himself. That's what I titled this message is Speak for Yourself. Because sometimes that's what we've got to do. We've got to be willing to speak up and give the testimony of what God's done for us. And what we see here is, what we see here is that he is getting questioned or he's hearing the rumbling going on amongst the neighbors. They're saying, well, is this him? No, that's not him. I think that might be him. Well, I... I'm not sure, so he's intervened here, and he said, yes, I am his. Therefore they said unto him, how were thine eyes opened? Here's what he said. He said, a man called Jesus. Amen. He said, a man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said unto me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed, and I received sight. So what he 's done is he 's obeyed the command to go do what he was asked to do, and he 's went and washed, and he received the first part of his miracle here in chapter Amen. nine. so what we see here is that uh, that he 's went and washed now he 's got a testimony just for the neighbors that 's come now the neighbors they they got the attention and they, the Pharisees came in and he explained to them you know, that, that he was made to see and the, they brought the parents in. So the parents come in and they said they didn't know by what means because they were afraid they were afraid of getting out of the synagogue. They were afraid of getting put out of a religious situation. Yes. Amen. So, so what we have here and I love the way that he put it is, uh, um, is on down past where I'd stopped reading. Um, he answered the Pharisees. He answered them and said, "I have told you already, and ye did not hear. Wherefore would ye hear it again? Will ye also be his disciples?" So. So he has cut loose here and he's given himself the opportunity that he may be able to testify on the Lord's behalf. Now he went on and he went on and there's going to come times in our life when we're going to have to speak that way. We're going to have to be able to stand up and and defend the Father because it's going to to be that way for us. Now what had happened was as he'd said this, and, and they'd questioned back and forth and um, down in verse 34, they answered and said unto him, Thou wast altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? And they cast him out. And Jesus heard that they had cast him out and when he had And when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? And he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. So now, not only has he received a miracle, but now he's got the opportunity to be made whole. It says that he fell down and he worshipped Jesus. So... What we have here is we have a situation, though the parents didn't want to get cast out of a religious situation, he was okay with it because he knew who his Savior was. So there's going to be times when we're going to be cast out of a religious situation, but we're going to land right smack dab in the middle of a spiritual situation. And in his case, which was Jesus Christ, who had had not only healed his eyes, but had forgiven his sins. Yes, There's going to be times when you're tossed to and fro. What you need to know is that he is God, and, and as a child of God, he is with you. Right. It's time as a church we stand up and speak for ourselves. Amen. Sometimes it's hard to give the testimony. Sometimes it's hard to preach the word. Sometimes it's hard to stand up when, people, when uh, the world's standing up against you. There's going to be times when we're put in a situation where we're outside where someone's trying to speak to us about God that may not know and they're completely outside the lines of sound doctrine. They may say that there's more than one way to get to heaven. But that's not what my word says. Because my word says that he said I am the way, the truth, and the life and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. I don't want to sound too harsh but don't expect your pastor to always be able to pray you out of a situation. I'm not saying that you shouldn't pray for him preacher but what I am saying is don't ask him to pray if you're not willing to crawl when you cause it and pray yourself. Don't ask him to fast for you if you're not willing to fast yourself. There's going to come a time when you're going to have to do that. Come on, we're all up against it with the world. You talked about COVID and different things going on like my mother and different things that I'm facing with that. We're going to come up against it and we're going to face trials and tribulations that's going to test our faith. Right. But we have to stand strong and I, something i would mentioned here is, is just uh, like Abraham and Isaac and, and staying strong in the faith. How strong Abraham must have been to have uh, uh, taken his son up to give him up for a sacrifice. But just before he offered Abraham, an angel of the Lord said, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am. He said, don't lay your hands on the lad. And behold, he looked up and a ram caught with his horns in the thicket. And when I think about that, I think about our Savior. And when he had that crown of horn thorns shoved down on his head. And, he, and if you think about it, that ram was caught by his heads in a thicket. And when you're thinking about a thicket, that's what you're thinking about. It's a thicket with thorns. Anyway, anybody that's run the woods around here knows when you hit a thicket, you're going to come out of briars yeah. every time. Anything we do, especially when we have to stand up and speak, don't do it for me. Don't do it for Pastor Craig. Do it for God. Yes, sir. Amen. Make sure that what you're doing... Is, is the work of the Father. And it's tough sometimes when, you're, when you face those things in life. And it's tough as Christians sometimes to be able to stand, like I said just a minute ago, and give that testimony. But oh, how much better does it feel? Oh, how much better does it feel when we're able to stand and proclaim Christ? I know that you said, you was talking earlier about setting on testimonies. It it got me to thinking there's been times when I've set on testimonies and I've been chasing for it later and I've drove all the way home thinking, why didn't I stand up and say something? And I'd say everybody in this room has faced that from time to time. We know we've all sinned and fallen short. John 1 and 8 1 John 1 and 8 says, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, speak for yourself, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and the truth is not in us. My little children, these things I write unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Just to define an advocate. An advocate is a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular case, cause, or policy. Or an even better, easier definition is a person who pleads on someone else's behalf. Thank God. There are going to come times when we can't speak for ourselves. There are going to come times when we're going to need a little bit of help. There's going to come times, whether it be spiritually, physically, mentally, that we're not able to speak for ourselves. That's where as brothers and sisters we're able to come together. I know an example of that is like my mother in South Carolina. There was a long period of time there where she couldn't speak for herself. There was a time when she would be left alone and, and doctors or nurses, they'd leave and they wouldn't be there to give her the care that she needed. And it wasn't that they didn't care. You know, they, obviously in the medical field they get busy and what have you. But there were things that she needed and my dad and I and whoever else may have been helping us that was there had to be an advocate for her. We had to be able to step up and go out and help her, and as Christians, that's what we're that's what we're faced with on helping one another. Yeah, there are going to be times when when we have to do that, but just don't be willing. If you are able to speak for yourself, make sure you're doing it. Amen. Amen. That's good. I, on chapter nine, but I am going to mention something. I made it as a last note. Last minute, about four o'clock this evening. I was I read back through this chapter again and this thought crossed my mind. Do you think for one second that this man was quiet about what happened to him? Amen. That's Do you wise. think for one second yes, now I'm not talking about I'm not talking about through this chapter. I'm talking about afterwards. I'm talking about whenever he was walking along and he could see and he was proclaiming Jesus Christ and he was saying, let me tell you a little something. Mm, Let me me tell you a little something. Right now, I spent my whole life blind, couldn't see anything. Not one thing. But a man named Jesus came by. And he spit on the ground, spit on the clay and rubbed it in my eyes and he told me to go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And guess what? I can see. Amen. Let, allow me to introduce you to that man. I can imagine that, that he didn't just tell this story one time. I can imagine he spent his whole life saying, you'll never believe That's right. about the time that I was sitting at the wayside and Jesus came by. Amen. Made made me whole. When I decided to give my life to the Lord, I had to speak for myself. Pastor Craig couldn't pray me into heaven. Brother Dana, you couldn't pray me into heaven. No matter how bad you may have wanted me to go to heaven or may want me to go to heaven, ain't no praying me in there. Ain't no dragging me to the altar. I had, I had to get out from behind the hymn book and step out of the pew and step out of that religious situation and make my way down to a spiritual situation. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with singing and sitting in the pews. I know for a fact that sometimes face in life will sandbag us and we'll get stuck and we may get a little dry and I've already faced that and you know it's, it's tough you have an eye opening experience it may be a trial or tribulation and it may not be so bad it may be something to just open your eyes to make you thankful But when those trials and tribulations do come, know and have the faith and find the faith if you if you're starting to lose it, because I know that I have to be able to dig yourself out of that dry spell. The devil's going to come up against us. John 10.10 10 says, The thief cometh but for to kill and to steal and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd layeth down his life for his sheep. Amen. Yeah. Oh, what a friend we have to know somebody that would lay down their life for you and I. This one, i got one more thing and I'm going to be getting out of the way, believe it or not, that quick. Know what he's done for you and get excited about it. You're going to come under attack. Lean on one another. Speak for yourself. I don't know that anybody here, I don't know if anybody here is lost. But I'd ask you to come and pray. But I can just about guarantee. But every single person in this room has a need. Every single, one, every single person in this room has some sort of need in their life. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about personal. Maybe it's a lost family member, friend. Maybe it's somebody you've just got a burden for. But everybody's got a need. Amen. So sometimes you're going to speak for yourself. Sometimes you will speak on somebody else's behalf. Yeah, right. That's good. But do it in spirit and truth. Says true to the Father. That's all I've got to see.